Hello and welcome to the Can't Race for Shed podcast, the only Can't Race for Shed podcast that will not be removing its appeal for Odd not having enough beer for the Grand Prix. This week's episode is called I'm Gonna Take a Bath First. I'm joined by my regular co-host Jimmy. Say good day, Jimmy. G'day everybody and finally, after two long weeks of drama-filled bullshit, we are getting to Australian Christmas, which isn't usually Australian Christmas. It's only Australian Christmas this year because it's in December. I feel like we've made, you, we've made you wait long enough for this. I've, yeah. I've felt bad the entire time. I did too. It's my national race. I can't, <laughs> like... But it's no, no. The pastime. Verstappen and Hamilton wanted to wanted to have their own fight, so they were do- they were doing some stuff. Yeah, still <laughs> just a couple of bits and pieces. So we'll get to Aussie Christmas, and then as we promised last week, I'm like ninety percent sure Ed promised that last week we'll do a season review of each driver in the yes. F1 series. Yes, I believe that we did do that one. Indie series. That's tiny. So let, let's get on to let's get on to the thing that even I've been looking forward to talking about because there's something brilliant about those cars on that track. It's just a great track, isn't it? It really is. It's, it, it's just I think, a... like depending on what cars you have on it, I just think it's the purity of those Aussie um, V8s. I'm not so sure because I watched the entire weekend, well, as much as I could. So I watched all of the support races as well. And there wasn't really a race that, oh, I guess actually the least entertaining race on the whole thing was the Aussie GT Championship, which is basically GT3. So well, they had an hour around there and basically did stuff all and. Yes, as Shahin shows, you can buy your way to a GT3 victory. Well, it turns out uh, you can buy your way to um, F1 championships as well. Oof. So, as long as you're willing to spend oof. the money. That's how you win F1 championships, isn't it? Suppose. <laughs> it's not suppose. It definitely counts. It is, it is spend money, win championship. Unless your name's Braun. But uh, Yasser Shahin and his brother Sam, who competed in the Porsche Cup or the Porsche Challenge, uh, they own a, a large series of fuel stations only in my state, oddly enough. Yet they have enough money to buy their own track. They own the Bend Motorsport Park and they have a variety of race cars just from oh, owning okay. some fuel stations. Oh, and they own the rights to Krispy Kreme in Australia. They own the rights to um, uh, Carl's Jr., which was only brought over here recently. Basically, anything that we're getting that's American, I think they've also bought the rights to Five Guys to bring that over to our state, at least. Oh, Five Guys um, is good. Five Guys is amazing. I went to the US, and um, that was the best burger place I've ever I've ever tried, if I'm honest. Yeah, I I love Five Guys. They do a really nice um Oh god, um salt of caramel milkshake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love Five Guys just for their basic concept. It's hey, here's pick a burger, 
And look, it's a pretty expensive burger, but here's the thing. You could put whatever you want on that burger. Yeah. And it's a good burger as well. And you get to see them. It's made. fantastic This burger. is just, this is now a food podcast for anyone that's wondering. Um, we, we now exclusively talk about five guys in the hope that they will give us free burgers. Yes. Well, yeah. Basically everything American that's come into my state, um, this these Shahin family owns the rights to. Uh, yeah, but they're bringing you five guys. I don't understand how you can be angry. No, I'm not. I'm not because they oh, finally fine. brought a V8 supercar race to SA. The, a deal's been done. Uh, that you know, even though we won't have the Clipsal 500, which is just shit because I really want the Clipsal 500, we will have a uh, event at the Bend this uh, next year, which wasn't on the calendar originally because the SA government didn't support it at all. Shocker, I know. Um, I've yeah, never heard of such a thing. We're getting the we're getting an SA event um, for the supercars next year because of these guys. So, they sound like top blokes. They they're pre- I mean apparently their business practices are pretty shitty, but um, they do good things as well. No, I'm fine with their business practices. Yeah, like there was um, <laughs> there was a, you can be shady as you like, but if you bring me stuff I like, I don't care. The, there was a period where they would go around to uh, local, like little country fuel stations, the rural sort of fuel stations, offer way too little money to buy it. So, like, you know, 30% of its actual value. When the owners eventually obviously said no, they basically contact all the fuel supply chains and say you're not to deliver this or we're cancelling our contract and then basically force the owners into bankruptcy to sell for say 20% of the original offer okay well it's I'm fine yep it's shitty it's despicable but you like it's business that's that's what people do and they're bringing you five guys ruthless business yep but they're bringing you five guys yeah Okay, but they're, yeah, they're, uh, they're not very popular with a lot of people for that reason and that reason only. Five guys, though. Five guys. We haven't got it yet. Well, quit your we bitch and you the... might get it quicker. <laughs> we will be the first state in Australia to get it, I think. I think. Anyway, this race. Yeah, yeah. Aussie Christmas. Need to get through this race. Um, before we get on to the actual race, I need to talk about the support categories a little bit more because they're amazing. So uh, my favorite category to actually watch isn't the supercars themselves. And I will I will explain myself. It oh, is sure. Everyone's series. confused now. Yeah, it is. Uh, my favorite category to watch live is a, a category called the Touring Car Masters. Which is basically all um, all the cars that were competing in Bathurst in anywhere from the 70s to the 80s. You've got old Tiranas, old XB Falcons. You've got old Mustangs that used to be like an old uh, RUF Carrera that used to go around. Oh yeah, uh, so that's all the real good. old old cars. But they've put modern brakes, modern tires, and modern suspension on them, and they've put sort of updated engines but they're still the original configuration that they would have been at the time and they are amazing to watch live 
As far as the car I would most like to have a go in, it's the S5000 car, which has actually just finished its development cycle and they're finally able to have uh, some racing in there. Uh, so what it is, is it's a basic formula car. It looks a lot like an F2 car. Yeah, uh, yeah but I've seen the news from these as well. Yeah, but it's got uh, a stonking V8 in the background, and apparently it's one and a half times louder than the supercars. Which I'm is... fine with that. Well, to be fair, if, if anyone got to go to an F1 race um, back when they were V8s, yeah, they, these ones don't scream as much. They have that sort of V8 balls. I will find out the displacement just quickly. Well, there's no replacement. There is no replacement. Uh, it's 5,000. And you can do it, Jimmy. You're killing us here. I'm trying. Uh, the engine starts out as a crate motor from the US, a 5.2-litre illuminator V8 with 560 horsepower. That's crate motor V8. The Americans love those. It, yeah, it has that full American sound. They've got so much balls to them. Uh, a guy that was competing that might be familiar to people who watch F1 uh, is uh, Roberto Mary. Uh, he's Roberto Spanish and he, yeah he had a couple of stints in Formula 1 did a lot of testing for teams as well oh okay um, not a name I'm familiar with but cool <laughs> anyway so that's the, most of the support categories done there was a TCR category as well uh, they finally brought the super utes back up to being V8s instead of six-cylinder turbo diesels, so they were great as well. Carrera Cup just is what it is. It's all the um, all the supercar co-drivers usually have a go in that, and then you've got Super 2 and Super 3, which is basically F2 and F3, but for supercars. It is, I, okay, I've, I hate to say I didn't get the support races. I didn't watch them, but I... Most of them were brilliant. Everybody gets one. <laughs> anyway, so the actual supercars Bathurst 1000, the, the thing that people want to hear us talk about, you know. The reason why, why we're here. The two-week yes. wait. <laughs> um, it started off okay. It got a little bit boring. Not boring, but it like settled into a rhythm. People were doing their pit stops, strategies were going well, and then someone forgot to tie their echidna down. Yes, because it's Australia. So we've we've had safety cars for kangaroos. We've had safety cars for uh, a tire that smashed Craig Lowndes' windscreen in. We've had. Safe. We've had a red flag for the track disintegrating. We've never had to stop a race for an echidna. Oh, you've had um, definitely seen a safety car for for kangaroos. A hundred percent. That's almost There's... a yearly thing. And we saw an albino kangaroo. Did you see the albino kangaroo? 
I, I, I didn't. I was literally, I, I put on the um, highlights. Yeah. And then said to Sam, this, this race is regularly stopped by um, kangaroos. So it's, it's worth watching. There was no kangaroo, but there wasn't a kidna. So I was like, that'll do. That's cute. <laughs> Imagine that going through a tyre. Anyway, oh, so the echidna, messy the echidna and spiky. The echidna stopped proceedings, and then all hell broke loose. Safety cars breed safety cars. As it's definitely a saying down here. Yeah, I, I genuinely was thoroughly enjoying the Aussie commentary team. I thought that was funny. Neil Crompton, who actually is just recovering from prostate cancer, so he had prostate cancer early in the year. Uh, and I think he had one round back, maybe two rounds back before the Bathurst 1000. And Mark Scaife, who has his own commentary mannerisms and is possibly one of the greatest drivers to ever appear in the ATCC. Uh, I, I was thoroughly enjoying the, the commentary. And yeah, the just some of the comments as, as, they, were, as they were driving were brilliant. Um, I, there was one I was trying to remember off the top of my head that was like, that's just the most Australian thing I think I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. They're all very Australian. But the thing is with supercars, like Neil Crompton and uh, Neil Crompton and Mark Scaife especially try and sort of smarten it up a little bit. They try and commentate using a very formal kind of language. Whereas if you go down to the pits and you see Mark Larkham and, and all the rest of those guys, they don't really care so much. No, I, yeah, I, I honestly, I don't want them to care. I I thoroughly enjoyed it as it was. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. They really make an effort to class up the joint. But yeah, so we, we, we had a kid in there. And like you said, safety cars breed safety cars. And I think the commentary team was sort of saying, but this just became a a sprint race. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely did. Um, <laughs> I think there was like what five laps to go by the time uh, so, all the safety uh, cars ended. Yeah, I think after the echidna, um, there was then twenty one to go. Um, and obviously, your interesting mix of those that stayed out, those that. Um, didn't stop for tires and fuel, and obviously this track. Oh, hang, on, hang on, let's not mention people that didn't stop for tires and fuel. They'll they'll blame supercars. Oh, <laughs> it was supercars, supercars fault. fault. How dare how dare you? How dare you end a safety car? Oh, you had to go there, didn't you? Anyway, continue on. <laughs> you, you've done your bit now, haven't you? It's your it's your fault. It's your fault that that I didn't pit. You can actually you can blame the race director because he is English. Another name you might recognise from early early F one, uh, Tim Schenken. He's uh, our Tim race Schenken director. Rings a bell. Yeah, he competed in the nineties, the eighties, or the nineties. Um, but yeah, he's our race director, and that was actually his last race as race director. He's done it for like twenty something years. I'm fine with that because he, he's he. For a safety car for an echidna. He did throw I'm a safety car for an echidna. I'm fine with that. That's that seems perfectly reasonable. I mean Michael Massey threw a safety car for a Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Are you not allowed to throw safety cars for Canadians? Not anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, no, they've had all their safety cars now. <laughs> no, genuinely, that's the last one. They're, they're not allowed anymore. That's it. Any Canadian that has an accident, if Lance Stroll has one, we're not having a fucking safety car. He's just going to get ploughed into by um, probably by Marzipan. Uh, don't make the rules. Just follow them. No, you don't do either. No, no. Anyway, I do follow the rules. It's a certain Australian that can't figure out how they work. Anyway, you were saying <laughs> lots and lots and lots of uh, safety cars. There was crashes everywhere. Jada, Jada stuffed it in the wall. Brock Feeney stuffed it in the wall. He was very impressive. And that, that car I was watching very intently. He and Russell Ingle, who is 57. Um, there was there was a lack of big accidents. Now, I'm not saying this is yeah. a this is a thing that I, I want there to be accidents. I don't. I, I, like big accidents, especially at that place, are fucking terrifying. Well, there was a lack of big accidents in the the main race, but again, if you watch the support categories, there was some huge accidents. Ah, see, I, Absolutely I only watched... monstrous accidents. Yeah, see, I only watched um or watch the highlights of the main race because you guys have it on at a silly time. Uh, fuck off. It's about damn time we have it on at a silly time. It's a stupid time. You, you bastards can get up for once. No, it's stupid time. <laughs> Fucking um, who? It's the same as when F1 goes back to Australia, which might happen at some point. Yeah, the new and improved, really good for overtaking Australia. Yeah, all right. We've put a lot of work in to make that overtaking friendly. Uh, we'll see if it happens. Well, credit credit to Abu Dhabi, and I know we're moving on to Abu Dhabi again. Oh, overtaking God. was possible, as yes. was proved on the last lap. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Who invited you to these things? I need to get another fucking co-host. Get Axie Axie, what, or something. Yeah, Axie, what are you doing? Because, like, you, you, you're a Max fan, but you're not a dick like this guy. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yes, there was... Stuff happened. Bathurst. Back to Bathurst, man. This. So uh, we had a new lap record in qualifying as well. I believe it was like a 2031. Uh, yes, it was mental. Very, very quick. That is uh, actually my favorite session to watch. And I believe F1 should do something very similar at Monaco is the top 10 shootout. Just give the top 10 one lap, a track all to themselves and see how close to that wall they want to get. I could get behind that. I I think most people could get behind that because if you watched the um the Bathurst one thousand, 
or the the top ten shootout for it. It was amazing. People were like just brushing the wall every time, and really the car was stepping out a lot. It was fantastic to watch. I I watch um I watch Monaco qualified. That's the as like the rest of the weekend could just meh. <laughs> the the race yeah meh. unless it's wet it's a wet race. That's, that's what different. I mean. Is like you can really get behind top ten shootout at Monaco because that's all anyone's gonna watch. Yeah, I've I've I don't have a lot of time for the old um uh for for Monaco race. It's just it's a bit shit. Like if a genuine it's a, it's a racetrack I wouldn't miss off the calendar. <laughs> yeah, I this is never ever gonna happen though. No, ever. no, God no. It, it definitely won't. But it well, they're never even going to move at locations. It stays where it is. It just is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's far too much money in it all as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's which never going to change. But which yeah. is why the We Races One crew is going to all of these really upstanding countries. Joe, you know I found out. I, I thought I'd look at next year's calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Obviously, I already knew that Australia was losing the first race of the season. Yes, that's going to be... Bahrain. Bahrain. And then yes. Jeddah's next. Uh, yeah, which felt really weird when I looked at it, because I was like, are we going to go back to Jeddah that soon? What? I'm really looking forward to another race at Jeddah. <laughs> Actually, it might, it might, nothing will happen because it doesn't mean oh, no, much it's, so it's not Jetta. the season. No, no, it's not Jetta. It's Saudi. Oh, yeah, they're, they're moving to a permanent track. So all that effort to get the fucking thing built, they've just, just got it done, and then they're not even going back there the next year. Are they not? I think they might be doing one more year there. Or well, maybe. Don't know. I could be wrong, but it seems too soon. For, for us to go back again, we're doing oh, well, really good at this um, Aussie Aussie Christmas thing. I, I'm pretty much done with Aussie Christmas. Oh right, that was it. Jimmy's waited two weeks to tell us he's done with Aussie Christmas. Yeah, Chaz Mostert won finally. Lee Holdsworth um, won as well. It's been uh, two uh, two thousand eight hundred and one days since his last win, uh, and it's also been eighteen years. So he had to do eighteen starts to get his first Bathurst one thousand win, which is the second longest time between making your Bathurst debut and winning the thing. Only Paul Morris waited longer, and guess who Paul Morris won with? Um. Is it one of the names you've just said out loud? Yeah, it's Chaz Mostert. Ah, right. It's good luck charm him. Just tape him to the front of the car. Yeah. Craig Lowndes came back and they were in in the uh, in the fight for a fair while, actually. They were in it for a fair bit. But yeah, the, that 25 car was absolutely mental. Blistering pace all through the weekend. And you went you went into the weekend going basically unless the thing catches on fire 
they're going to walk away with the win. I'm, I'm not going to lie. When the race first started and I saw but um, that Ford got in front, I was like, oh, I really don't like the look of the Mustang. I, I don't really want the Mustang to win. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing we need to talk about. The Gen 3 cars. I'm oh. really, really looking forward to them. They look good, but they've taken away a key feature for me. Uh, not anymore. Oh, really? They got are they back backtracked it. They're basically they're looking at backtracking it ASAP. Good. So it's not going to be paddle shift anymore. They're looking at basically having the same sequential manual system that they have at the V8 supercars because it's not it's not full manual. You don't have to clutch on yeah, the way no, up. No, yeah, there's no clutch really there, is there? But no, no, no. You have to clutch every gear on the way down, but you just don't have to clutch it on the way up. Yeah, it just it just seems a little wrong without it. Like watching them dive down into and oh god, it's not the chase, it's the cutting last corner of the track, last proper corner on the track. Uh, that'd be Murray's corner. No, 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 the long breaky bit. Um, the chase you go through the kink. Is it the chase? Is the cutting yes. the first, the second corner then? Third corner. The cutting Third is corner. the cutting is turn three, which is that sort of double left hander uh, that has, starts to head uphill. Yeah, I've gotten the wrong way around. Uh, Murray's corner is the last left hander, but the chase is the kink and then the left right. Yeah, that's fine. As long as I've, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. That's no, all that don't. matters. No, I don't. <laughs> you are right. I can give you every corner on that track. Anyway, uh, continue your point. As they're diving down into the chase. Oh, fuck, I forgot my point now. We're fucking... Backtrack. Oh, yeah, it's, it's watching them slap down, just just tapping away the stick just on the way down. Looks, it, 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 it just looks right, if that makes sense. In the V8 supercar, that looks right. It's like old-school touring cars when, when they do it. it just, there's just something about it being right. Yeah. Um, the Touring Car Masters that I was uh, talking about earlier with all the old cars, they are full manual, full H-pattern manual. So that's clutch on the way up and the way down. There's full heel and toe to stop the rears locking. It's just the full manual experience in those cars. Yeah, so it's, it's just... Some things, like if it's not broke, don't fix it. But yeah, they've. Uh, I think these Gen Three cars have eighty percent of the downforce of the current cars, so they've reduced the downforce by twenty percent. Um, oh, really? So that fastest make... lap's going to stay then, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to stay for a fair while until they fi- find a way around it. And basically, the only reason these Gen Three cars exist is to promote more overtaking. Uh, it's not like they're the first category in recent times to do that trick. Yes, uh, but on overtaking, uh, we have another stat here on this page that I found, uh, and it's the number. Of, uh, there's three cars over the course of the day that gain ten or more positions. So Todd Hazelwood and Dean Fiore move from 18th to eighth. Macaulay Jones and Chris Pither move uh, from 22nd to 12th, uh, and then Gary Jacobson and Dylan O'Keefe moved up 11 positions. That's pretty impressive. I feel that. 
like you can do that just through the whole fun of safety cars and everything on on that track. You can really make up positions, or are they genuine on track? It's it's a combination of both. If you get your strategy right, you can make a fair few up. But they were overtaking each other just about everywhere on the track. Like if you if you and I went on to ACC, there'd be two overtaking opportunities at best into turn two, which is Griffin's Bend, and into the chase. I did That's thoroughly enjoy it. at the point. I think it was after one of the safety cars, and they were then going it like up towards um turn two they were they were three or four four cars basically yeah um all sort of line astern that was that was good yeah that was always that that's always a fantastic sight and then there was uh cars that went side by side from the cutting all the way up to metal grates that went under the tree oh yeah side by was... side yeah oh god that I, you know, when you're looking at something, going, they're going to crash. They're going to. They're, they're really going to crash. That they are yeah. going to crash. Yeah, that that's going to be a really big accident, and it just never materializes. Like, wow, they make, they make marzipan look brilliant. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, there's one more thing I do want to talk about. Oh, that sounds like Jimmy's serious voice. Quickly. No, 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 no. It's just, it's just a genuine shout out. Cause we were talking about Russell Engel and the fact that he's 57. Uh, and there's a guy, I want to get his name, right. Uh, Richard Mork. Okay. So, Russell Engel is 57. Richard Mork is 74 years old and still driving in the Super Utes. Oh, wow. That's... Good God. Another 10 years and he'll be the same age as Kimi Raikkonen. <laughs> Actually, just quickly, just quickly. Did you see the uh, reaction to predictions video that F1 just did? Uh, so I caught Carlos Sainz. Yeah. And his his prediction of there would be six winners. Mm-hmm. Of which he he was correct. He was exactly spot on. Well done to Carlos there. Um, yep. So they did Kimmy's, right? Was Kimmy's prediction, I will retire? Yes, he did it before Bahrain. They did Kimmy's, and he, they're like, what race are you looking forward to the most? Uh, and he said, Abu Dhabi, because it'll be my last one. And then they had a section at the bottom uh, where it was just like, make any prediction, and all Kimmy wrote was goodbye. So Kimmy knew before Bahrain that he was going to retire this year. Well, yeah, I suspect he's known since the start of the year when he probably went, can't fuck with this anymore. Oh, uh, well, we'll keep him guessing for a little while. Yeah. Like, I like anyway. it. It's about time. Yeah. Anyway, now that, that, yeah. that's a great segue because we'll move into Formula One now. Yeah, well, we get to talk shit about drivers. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so let's start from the bottom up. 
are we redoing the one we already did? It's up to you. Uh, can confirm nothing's changed. He's still a useless piece of shit. And a sex offender. And a sex offender. Um, managing to finish 21st in a season of 20 drivers because Robert Kubica had to stay, sit in for two races for for Kimi because he yep. just got old and forgot where the team was. <laughs> he 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 like had a slight brush with COVID and they're like, Yeah, Kimmy, you'll be alright in two days. So boah, I'd take two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out Kimmy's just always had COVID. <laughs> boah, so, I'd take, take two weeks. So yeah, if anything, uh starting the list, Robert Kubica. Yep, had a great yep, couple Robert of showing. Yep. Yeah, he did, he was he great. did really well. Yep. For the two races he was there, he did very well. He managed to not finish last in the championship, and he was only there for two races. And most importantly, a, a guy with one arm demoted yes. <laughs> demoted Nikita Mazepin to finishing twenty first in a twenty driver championship. Yeah, yeah. These are the first time we've ever used facts during this <laughs> podcast, and all of those were facts. Anyway, no, next up. No lawyers coming for us this week, Jimmy. No. <laughs> anyway, yeah, next uh, up, uh, next the up. young Schumacher. Yes. He got better. He got yes. a lot better. He also managed to do the thing he needed to do, which was beat his incompetent team teammate. Yep. And he followed what was known as Durplan. There was a, on the back of the Alpines, you would have seen L plan. But yep. he followed Dur plan, dirtying up Latifi's tyres and causing everything else. Yes, the conspiracy theories are true. Um, we He also has possibly the most supportive race engineer in the pit lane. God, that was a great story, wasn't it? Oh, that's, that's lovely, those two. Mm. I, I, can, I genuinely imagine him just tucking Mick into bed at night and just it's all going to be alright, don't worry <laughs> just just there's as a, as a bedtime story in everything for Mick Schumacher from his race engineer you love to see it yeah, yeah but it's I, like, um, I, he's and, get as, kind of feels like Massa and um, Smedley yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely uh, so I think when has get their shit sorted next year? Hopefully, which apparently they're doing promising. next year. Yeah, they, apparently they've, they've spent no money this year. Yeah, so they're going to spend it all next year. Yeah, yeah, that twenty twenty two car is going to be. Yeah, it's going to be the tits. You would hope it would be at least mid pack up with the Alpha Towers and the Alpines. I, I'm not sure whether it's actually going to be. Um, At least better than an alpha, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's got to be better than an alpha. But yeah, if if they get their shit sorted, I think Mick Schumacher will do quite well. I think he will get a fair amount of points if they produce a half-decent car. See, I am going to steal this from another podcast that I listen to, and I'm sure at least one of the people... Sakes. No, 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 Mr. Apex, um, who have pointed out 
obviously Schumacher seems to have done very well, but could he actually be incredibly mediocre? No. Right. See, now this is the argument to that statement is he's done very well against Marzipan, but nothing yes. exceptional. So is Nikita Mazepin better than we give him credit for? And Schumacher is very, very good. Or when when you when you say nothing exceptional, is pounding your teammate by like two, three seconds over qualifying, is that not exceptional? It's good qualifying. Not gonna don't argue forget, good qualifying. Don't forget he's made it into Q two, I think once, maybe twice in a once. half. Once in the house, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not arguing. I think he's, he's going to be good, but is he as good as we think he might be? Yes. Oh, you, you, you are going with the yes. He, he yes. Is. Okay. Wait, hang on. How, how good are we placing that? Are we saying he's definitely a future world champion, or are we saying he's at least going to be up the front with the sort of the Leclerc's and. And those sort of maybe Lando as well going to be up with those people if he gets a decent car. I think what level are we putting this? I think up up the the front, front. not a guaranteed world champion. Yeah, yep, I'm going to go with that. I think he will be exactly that good. Yeah, might get a world championship unless he just drastically, just all of a sudden, just gets a lot better. It's just his his early career wasn't. Anything. Is that he, he was two frust- season win was very very good because he had a rough uh, start was, to the season, yeah, including exactly. the fire extinguisher going off. It was a very rough start to the season. That's what I mean. It wasn't again. It's not like some of the other like. Thanks, Piastri, for really setting the bar. Yeah. Like, and there, there's someone if he can actually get into F1 somehow. Fuck knows how yeah. we're gonna need Alonso to retire. Yeah. You're gonna need Alonso to retire real quick, or or Ocon to have a shocker. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, I don't know. The reason I don't think he'll be a guaranteed world champion is because he's a lot nicer than his dad. I don't think he has. What that Will ruthless. Buxton likes to call the inner bastard, where he will turn into Damon, um, overtake Glock at, at the last corner at Brazil, just generally act like Lewis Hamilton, who's a knob. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he, I don't think he has that in him. Yeah, yeah. No, I. We'll have to see. It's it's going to be interesting, right? Um, who's who's next on the list? Is it is it, it Jesus? It's a. It is Italian Jesus. Ah. And that's really disappointing because he's behind both Williams drivers, including Nicholas Latifi. Yes, but if we're going on the whole, yay, look at what Nicholas Latifi and George Russell have done this year, one of them definitely lucked into a podium. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And the other one actually scored genuine Williams points. And it's not the one we all would have put on. Uh, Russell scored. Russell scored points in that race too, but Latifi beat Russell in that race. Yeah, but 
Like one of them outscored the other one. And if it wasn't for um what uh, happened in Bel- Belgium, yeah. Latifi would have beaten Russell this year in actual driver standings. Yeah. But overall, the Alpha was a better car this year than the Williams was. And Giovinazzi was fantastic in qualifying. Unfortunately, except in a sprint race, qualifying isn't where the points are handed out. Yeah, terrible racing driver. Very much sort of similar to the whole Bottas thing, isn't it, really? I don't think think he's terrible. And I think he'll do quite well in Formula E. But for the amount of opportunity he's been given, probably didn't deserve all of it. I'm not sure doing well in Formula E is something you should be proud of. I'm I'm going I'm going to Italian hell, Anna. Yes, you are. What's what's Italian hell? It's going to be like um, a bunch of French cooking or like bad pasta. Oh, actually, I don't yeah, I'd, I, I'm assu- I'm assuming Italian hell is like where someone gets spaghetti and instead of just letting it sink into the water, they just snap it into. Oh. Oh, That's people. People using cream in their carbonaras. Uh, yep. You use cream in your carbonara, don't you? No, no, actually, I, I'm far worse than that. Oh fuck! I I buy carbonara sauce just because I can't be bothered to make it myself. You are definitely going to Italian hell. <laughs> I'm fine with it. it. At least it's a carbonara sauce. So it's just a jar. I'm fine with it. I don't care. Anyway, right. Uh, Raikkonen. We're, we're glad he retired. Um, didn't... Uh, he's not next. Is he not? Nope. Oh, God. Latifi's next. Oh. Um, it's been very quiet. Uh, not a lot to report on Latifi. It it did really well. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of, to report. No, but I'm 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 not doing the whole what happened in the last race of the season. I'm not I'm not doing that. But yeah, but he's been the... silently doing what he needs to do. And he's be... the thing is he's actually. Again, for someone who's been just accused of being just a pay driver, yeah. he's been pretty close to George Russell for most of the year. Like well, he when he missed out on qualifying, yeah, and when he, you know, qualifying at Zandvoort, I think he missed out by less than less than half a tenth or something. Yeah, no, he he beat Mister Sandy um, last race of the season, but. He did it. I don't know if George has stopped trying. Maybe. He's like, I've got Mercedes next year. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, and and again, he's a guy that's going to Mercedes, and when Williams scored genuine points, Latifi beat him. Not bad for someone who's just a pay driver. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not about to sit there and go, oh, yeah, he definitely deserves... he's, He's clearly very, very, very good, and he's definitely... we. We've underrated him and all that. I, he's still Latifi at the end of the day. He's not going to be doing anything special, is he? I, I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be doing anything special. But 
I'd go I'd go easily as far to say he'd still he deserves a seat in F one. He's talented enough to be in F one. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm willing to accept that. I th- I think he'll make a fairly solid midfield. Yeah. Midfield if, if, Williams, if Williams get a good car, he he'll be up in the mid pack. Um well, so now, now it's Kimi Raikkonen. Oh, okay. Um bye Kimi. That's that's exactly how we would have wanted it. Uh, George Russell next. Um, okay, a very quiet season. Like he's done his normal thing of doing all right in in qualifying. Probably outperformed the car slightly. But... Yeah, don't don't forget Silverstone qualifying as well. For uh, before that sprint race. Did he do good? I can't remember. So long ago. He made it to Q1 on absolute merit. No wet race, no nothing. He made it to Q1 oh, in yeah, a normal to be fair, session. Actually, he... Um, uh, again, sorry, Q3. Q3. Yeah, uh, again, uh, Spa in the wet. That was fantastic. But yeah, yeah. In, a, in a dry session, um, you know, no excuses for people. He made it on pure performance to Q3. Yeah, he's... he's... His, his qualifying performance has been brilliant again. I just hope he doesn't end up like a Bottas where, oh, isn't Bottas great at qualifying? But he's a horrible racing driver. And I know the Williams is a horrible race car. It's Yeah, it's not brilliant. It works in one set of wind conditions only. Yeah, I, I just, I'm concerned, but... Has that been hiding Russell's race? I know he did very well when he was in the Merc alongside... Um... Well, that was... He would have won if not for very shit things. Yeah, but I'm still... I'm still concerned. I... Is is George as good as we think he is or has he just been overhyped yes. and now we're nope. going to... You you are okay. That's fine. That that performance in the Mercedes, I think he is as good as everyone gives him credit for. Okay, I am absolutely fine with that. Right, so he's done he's done well on a Saturday. It's been pretty shit on a Sunday, but the car is dog. Is is shit. There's... Whoever's bright idea it was to let's design a car that only works when there's no wind. What do F one yeah. cars produce? Wind, dirty wind, yeah, sluffy dirt, wind. Yeah, dirtiest wind you've ever seen. The sort of wind which you you can see it's dad's disappointment when you look at its eyes. That <laughs> sort of dirty wind. Uh, next up, predictions. Oh, what? Who's next in the championship? Yeah. Oh, it's Yuki Tsunoda, isn't it? It is very much so. The sweary little karate uh, karate chop. Um. The only reason that I want to give him more time is because of the driver program he's in. That's it. Okay. Um, I don't think he's done very well. No, he hasn't. Not at all. And Pierre Gasly has absolutely bent him over. Uh, yes, Pierre Gasly this year has scored 70% of that team's points. Yes, and they were... In the fight with Alpine right up until the end. If, if Yuki Tsunoda had done even just a little bit better, they'd be fifth place in the Constructors. 
Yeah, and not beaten by um, a man that was around at the invention of F1 um, and his plucky, plucky French psychic. <laughs> it's plucky French Anyway, moving on quite quickly to uh, Daddy's Cash. Ah, yes. It's been an average year. There's, you haven't actually noticed him, have you? No. no like, he's, he's been like Giovinazzi was the past couple of years. You just forgot he was there he had a until really, he tried to run into Seb. Really twice. shitty second half of the season. He did. Yeah, like and again, seemed... he tried to kill his teammate twice. Yes, <laughs> like it seemed to be an okay season at like the start. I know, obviously, that team has struggled with the floor being cut out, and then just because let's face it, their cars are two thousand and nineteen Mercedes. Yeah, a car they didn't understand, and then someone went and cut a large chunk of the floor away. Yeah, it's it's like copying all your information for an assignment off Wikipedia and then the teacher asks you a question about what you've written. Yeah. So how does the downforce work? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's not worked out for them well at all. Um, they fell back. I think they're probably in the changing of the rules where they cut that bit of floor away. Yeah. But that's the thing is they've copied it, not understood it then it's been nerfed and Mercedes who understand how the aero works has been able to work around it. Yes. Aston yeah. Martin have gone, can you fix it for us? And Mercedes have gone, no. No, we, we get in trouble for doing stuff like that. Goodbye. <laughs> you you brought it, Lawrence Stroll. Fuck you. <laughs> Toto Wolf runs to the bank. <laughs> no, Lawrence, it's not right. <laughs> anyway, um, next up is Seb. Uh, okay, he did really well at Monaco. Yeah, he again, he's he beat his teammate. His first year yep. moving from a Ferrari to that car, he beat his teammate. Um, but he is a four-time world champion. Yes, but he's still <laughs> one of only, I believe, two drivers who changed team who beat their teammate. So, yes, I'm, yeah, you know what? I think Seb's actually, especially on the back of leaving Ferrari and the way that happened. Yeah. He's, he's allowed to be himself again. Yeah. And... When he was at Ferrari, he wasn't really allowed to be himself. But now that he's at Aston, we're getting more of the real Seb. I don't, I'm not a massive Seb fan. At least I wasn't. Hate the man. No, I can't now. He's he's just become a what? Like, if anything, just showing. But he's he's more than just an F one driver. He might actually genuinely be a really lovely human being. Yeah, which makes and me actually... hate him more. <laughs> did you see the uh, the Jenga thing that he and Mick Schumacher did? No, but he, he's also being he, a father figure to Mick Schumacher. How wonderful he is can very one person much. be? I know, I know. But um, they pulled out, like, they were playing Jenga and each block they pulled out had a question on it and, and Seb got himself some smooth operator points. Uh, the question was, 
Um, who have you met? Who have you met that left you starstruck? And Seb said his wife. Oh, someone's getting laid. Someone definitely got laid that. Night. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Mad at me. It's like nice. So well played, sir. Next up is the plucky French sidekick. Ah, good lad. <laughs> um, Esteban Ocon. Uh, one in Hungary. Yep. Had to hold off Seb for forever. Um, I just don't think he's he's just not had an opportunity as Ocon to really. This is how good I am because it's. Like rumours, but he is very, very good. And then he smiles, and I just lose all respect for him. I, I don't like him as a bloke, but the problem is I can't tell you why. No, I think I know why. I can pinpoint it for you. Okay, it's, it's very French. It's the same <laughs> reason I can't. I, I look at Pierre Gasly, and I'm like. You you've had a good season. You've done really well for your team. Um, it's very rich. You you've done all these things. You've but fuck me, you are French, aren't you? That's what it is. It's French. Yeah, I gen- genuinely. So that's what, what it'll be. You you weren't a fan of Alan Prost. No, who is? Ready Arnoux. Hang on, you you've seen the old um the Senna documentary? No. You've not seen what the the movie Senna? Nope. Oh, you should probably watch that because no one's a fan of um Alan Prost after that. Well, of course not, because they're going to paint him in bad lights. Like no one likes Nicky Lauda when they watch Rush because it's mostly from James Hunt. And oh Nicky god, Lauda I loved Nicky Lauda in was, that though. Was a dick. <laughs> I thought that was that, trust me I tell you what that mo- movie honestly makes Rush look like it was told from a completely non-biased standpoint I could imagine it was I watched it and afterwards I was just like oh I don't think Alan Pross was that much of a dick like they made him out to literally be the worst human being on the planet like he might have started cancer <laughs> I might have to watch it now. Oh, well, yeah. It. Didn't they run with the conspiracy theory at Suzuka that like they shafted center on his grid spot or something? I, I you know, I can't remember whether they went down that. They definitely discussed it. I just can't remember yeah. if they actually when he did the punting. <laughs> Sorry, went for a gap. Yeah, the you mean the legitimate pass? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, it's a legitimate pass if you're Lewis Hamilton. Anyway, Hang moving on. minute. Moving on to uh, Fernando Alonso. Go away. A man. I, I think he's done all right, though. He's done pretty well in the car, and his attitude isn't as toxic as it certainly has been in the past. Uh, I tell you what, I, I will. I'm more than happy to put just about any. Well, I'm not going to say this just in case it doesn't happen. I'm wrong, and my wife has to kill me. If that 
by some miracle next season, that Alpine is a championship winning car with yep. him and Ocon on it. Yeah. Oh, you watched that man go back to his old despicable ways pretty quickly. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say Daniel Ricciardo will kill himself. Oh, Daniel Ricciardo definitely will kill himself. <laughs> but it's the no. Red Bull he left has won a championship. If that if that Renault Alpine wins a championship, Daniel Ricciardo will hang himself, maybe move to Ferrari, and then McLaren will seal the championship. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you now that will like that that will that'll be the moment Alonso goes back to his old ways. At the moment, he's all very happy to. Oh yes, Esteban, drive with the heart of a lion, keep him behind all, all that over the radio. <laughs> but the moment if that was a championship winning car, oh no, Esteban, fuck off and die. <laughs> fuck off and die. Yeah, there's there's no no doubt in my mind that the moment that would come up would be that nah, fuck off. Fuck you. The thing, for, like from Alonso's point of view at the minute, is like, what you're going to pay me thirty million euros a year, and I don't have to win anything. Oh, this is great. Oh, I've got a better idea. How's about we pay you ten million to fuck off because you're not going to win another championship, and we give Oscar Piastri a drive. Oscar Piastri. Oscar Piastri. Yes. This is a very good idea. I'm a big fan of getting Oscar Piastri a drive any way we know how, except for by removing Daniel Ricciardo because he needs he needs strong Australian role model. No, no, I'm happy to keep Daniel Ricciardo. I just haven't. Alonso's passed it. There is not another championship coming. No. So get out of the car. Do the right thing. Actually, don't turn up to young driver tests. <laughs> Fernando Alonso Jr. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sorry, but that was a that was a massive dick move. It's a young driver test and there's fucking Alonso. Can I drive the car? Yeah, go on then. But the thing is the FIA let him. Yeah, I know. Turns out the FIA are not very good at following their own statements nor rules. Like when something's called a young driver test, it just meant under fifties allowed. Under fifties. Oh well, that's Smokey fucked then. Yep. No. No driver test for Smokey. <laughs> so yeah, I. Yeah, yeah so I, that's Fernando Alonso covered. I'd rather see him go. I I think he should stay. No. I like no. him. Because he's no, very anti-Hamilton. <laughs> it's not a reason to keep someone. Definitely a reason to keep someone. To be fair, it was the only reason to keep you. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, next in the standings is Valtteri Bottas. No, I'm joking. It's uh, <laughs> Pierre brother. Gasly. <laughs> it's Pierre Gasly. The other Frenchman. The more likable Frenchman. Uh, not according to Red Bull. Well, yes, but no one's likable according to Helmut Marco. Well, no, I think Adrian knew he dislikes him because when he was having his struggles, he, he insulted the car. The car. <laughs> uh, Mistake. 
he is never going to get a drive for Red Bull. He should try for that Alpine seat as well. No, he can't have it because Alonso Jr. has got it for the next fucking 10 years. Because when Alonso... have it for 10 years. No, but when Alonso retires, Alonso Jr. is getting in the car. (laughs) Is there an Alonso... Like, does he have a son? I don't know. It's just going to be Alonso in a pair of shorts turn up. Can I drive the car, (laughs) mister? Alonso, a pair of board shorts and a backwards cap. Yeah, some dodgy hair dye. Like, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's Steve Buscemi. He's holding a skateboard and a backwards cap. That's how do you how do you do it? Yeah. yeah, it's Alonso turning up. Anyway, uh, so Pierre Gasly had a really really good year, especially compared to his teammate. But his teammate did three quarters of fuck all. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, he he had a great year, but I just feel like he's he's fucked himself over. Yes, he burnt the bridge uh, to Red Bull, yep. which might have worked out for him if Perez hadn't have done everything Perez needed to Perez. Perez was good. We'll get to him later, but Perez yeah. was good. But that, just to put, sorry, just to put into perspective how good of a year. Pierre Gasly had he has only finished five points behind the guy in eighth place and when you hear who it is you'll go that's a really good year in an alpha tower I feel like we're moving on to the guy next oh, no I was let I was letting you I was letting you finish your point oh okay I just I, I like Pierre I don't he's French but I like Pierre um, I just don't. I don't see where it's. He's got to leave Red Bull because yeah. Max has got his feet. Red Bull is Max. <laughs> Max There's, is Red Bull. Yeah, that Max, you, Max not, gives you wings. Yeah, until Max is too old, you, you're not winning a championship with them because they're just going to throw everything into Max. The Dutch people love him too much. Red Bull know that they they're making billions and billions of the money in in Denmark right now. Merchandise. Oh, not Denmark. Oh, yeah. Um, in in the Netherlands. So it's I'm telling Axie. Oh, I'm never going to live that down, am I? No. So yeah, it's it's that's irrelevant. It's it's not going to happen for him. So he's going to have to change change team, which ends him up at Alpine if Alonso Junior actually ever leaves, or he's going to have to. Hope for a McLaren driver in Aston. Aston's probably the most likely because Seb will retire soon. Yeah, yeah. Because again, I think Seb's smart enough to realise ah, probably not going to win another world championship and I'd like to see my kids at some point. So, bye. <laughs> anyway, moving on to the guy Pierre Gasly only finished five points behind. It's Daniel Ricciardo. He had a shocking year. I'm sorry, he did. He had a shocking year. He had one good race at Monza. Half a good race at Paul Ricard. Fuck all besides that. Oh, and I know Say a lot about I, this too. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think Seb's standing behind you, mate, watching very carefully. She's not um, she's not she can't hear you saying bad things about Daniel Ricardo, and hopefully I've said that loud enough for her to hear. Oh, I did. I've literally just had from downstairs. She just shouted, "Shut the fuck up!" 
<laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, I, I, my hope is that he has um, the kind of input that he needs on the twenty two, uh, on the twenty twenty two car, and that he can sort out the the braking feel because clearly that's the issue. I would like to point out, like, he's a good driver. There's. Oh God, you've really pissed her off. <laughs> uh oh, here she comes. Oh, Hi, she's Sam. here. <laughs> Jimmy says, "Hey Sam." Saying. Um, just but he's had a horrible year this year. It's not. It's not been a good year for Daniel Ricciardo. Well, Especially it's been a year for that Australian, and it has Jimmy. So fuck you, Jimmy. I'm, I'm sorry. Ooh. I won a championship. Actually, I won two. Um. I'm not going to tell her that. <laughs> Go on. Um, he said, actually, he's won two championships to Danny Rick zero. In a real car. That's nice. Oh, yeah, she just asked, was it in a real car? It's real to me, damn it. <laughs> it's as real as I believe. <laughs> anyway. yeah. Um... Anyway, yeah. I, I hope he has input on the 2022 car and he can sort the braking out because I think if he gets the braking sorted out the way he likes it, he might actually live up to the expectation that people have set out for him. Because it's a good car. I don't know. Yeah, obviously, I'm... it's changing for the new regulations, but McLaren are a good team. They'll they'll work something out. I think it's it's definitely a good car, but it clearly um, has a fairly severe handling quirk that yes. needs fixing yeah and the braking as we've mentioned yeah so yeah uh, there's not a lot else i can add to daniel ricardo's season that would be constructive so yeah moving on who's next oh leclerc um i'm starting to rate him less Yes, but I think he'd have a lot more points, 25 to be exact, if the gearbox hadn't given up when he crashed in Monaco qualifying. Yeah, I still don't... I'm still not... I don't know, he's, he's clearly very good. Is that's thing, but is he five year deal at Ferrari? Good. With that good? Uh, I mean, he showed up Vettel pretty quickly. Yeah, but I think at that point the team had basically decided. But he was We're building it around you. Yeah, they they're just giving up on that. I think the team literally were just thinking, well, you've you've disappointed the Ferrari. Seb, we, we gave you a definitely not which... definitely a car that wasn't cheating. No, no, definitely not. That's and why they still... were so shit last year. Yeah, you still you still couldn't win with the alleged engine being so um, bad. Yeah. So yeah, you, you've you've let us down, Seb. We're we're moving on. And they yeah. moved on to a plucky young Frenchman. Monegasque is not French. Oh, yeah, he's Monegas. Um, not really. 
Um, can I put my wife on the podcast for a minute? Absolutely. Just shut it in the bathroom, Sam. I um, sorry, my wife's asking me questions about whether there's a wasp or a hornet in our bathroom, which is suspicious because. Well, the or something. Oh, there was such to a wasp. Okay. To be fair, of all the people you could ask a question like that, you're a pretty good one to ask. That's a wasp. She's going to try and get it outside. Literally wish, your job. I wish her good luck. Pest control out. Anyway. Um, yeah, Charles. Um, he's, yeah, I, I don't know. He's going to have to do something a bit better next year. If... If I'm being honest, for me, he's just going to have to do something a bit better. Yeah, uh, but to be fair, again, it's not like we've given him a write-off year because he only finished one point behind Lando Norris, who's next. Again, another driver that should have had a win. I think he's getting his win next year. I think so. If McLaren haven't spent all their time developing this year's car. I, th- I think they've, they, I think they stopped developing. Okay. Fairly early. Good. So, good, good. yeah, I'm fairly, feel fairly confident McLaren is going to have an okay car next year. I'm not saying championship winning, but, but at Certainly least third or fourth place. Yeah, challenging well, um, especially Good. once they can probably get that that Merc engine integrated, um, which they did a fairly good job of this year, because it was a really good car. It was it, it was alright. I I think they had some flattering race results, but second half of the season, yeah, second half wasn't brilliant, but the first half of the season was fantastic, which I think leads to your theory that they stopped developing. Yeah. Yeah, I think they. I think they thought they had a bit more in hand over Ferrari. Yeah, and they didn't. Yeah, so yeah, and I blame Daniel Ricciardo while Sam's listening. Uh, luckily, you're on headphones. She didn't hear you. I'm <laughs> um, saying McLaren had a bad second half of the season. It was all Daniel Ricciardo's fault. Oh, she looks pissed. I closed my eyes and waited for my impending death. Can you feel the staring I'm getting currently? No. I'm sat on a chair in 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 the gaming room, and she's just leant down to my eye level and is burning holes in the back of my head currently. She is pissed. <laughs> anyway, let's move on quickly before yeah, I let's move on to another deceased. driver. Uh, Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz, the smooth operator. Um, beats. I think he was actually the best driver of the year. I. I know that's a big claim. I'm thinking he's the best driver of the year, coming to a new team that was underperforming last year, beating his teammate, who's supposed to be the holy grail, and actually beating him fairly comfortably. Yeah, like you pointed out, he, um, Leclerc lost 
lost some points uh-huh. that he should have probably picked up. But he moved from McLaren, which was a car, as we all know, which has some very quirky handling traits and some dodgy-ass motherfucker brakes, apparently, <laughs> and just got used to the Ferrari. Yeah, and he did it straight away. And no one was expecting a lot from Carlos Sainz. No, I think he I got think... really written off. Um, which means a credit to how fast Lando is. And obviously, he was fairly close to Max. He wasn't that far off him. Mm. So, yeah, I think there's actually a bit more to come from, from Carlos than we probably think... all thought. Yeah, I think he'll do quite well next year. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I... and Oop, you're up. Oh no, 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 it's fine. No, I was about to make outrageous prediction. Go on. I I think if that Ferrari can get good, I maybe there's a championship. That's there. A fairly outrageous prediction. I'd... But the problem is, I can't disagree with that too much. If. He's beaten Leclerc in a team Leclerc's been in for mm. several several been years built now. Built around Leclerc, yeah, a a team that openly kicked Seb out to have have a Leclerc. So, yeah, maybe, maybe. Mm. Not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying it's got potential. We we will do. We will do a predictions video closer to the start of next year. Yeah, we got a while before we need to do that. V- very similar to Tomo, Tomo F1. We'll we'll do a proper predictions video. Yeah. Um, go if we've, anyway, if we've done science, we're up to Perez now, aren't we? We are, which surprised me because I thought he would have done a lot better than Bottas. I think he had a very scruffy. Um, Start of the year. Yeah, he, he, he was getting, getting used to the car, and yeah, he he was definitely off pace. Whereas Bottas obviously had a very scruffy end to the year. So yeah, the the thing about Checo is he did exactly what he needed to any time he was needed to help Max. Paul Ricard, he just moved out right out of the way. Valtteri Bottas needed to hold Max up and he locked up and just basically let him through. Waved him through with a giant neon sign. Yeah. Abu Dhabi in qualifying gave Max the toe um, and obviously in the race held Hamilton up and then just stepped aside. He is exactly what Red Bull needed to get Max that championship. Yeah, yeah. He didn't he did an exceptional job of it if being honest. Um, yeah. It's got a drive for next and, year? Yep, absolutely. And I think for the next couple of years until he is of no use to Helmut Marco. And yeah. he's the Mexican Minister of Defence. Yes, uh, nickname he's, he's definitely earned. So... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've got... Too much more to say. Nah, I think, yeah, it's fairly well covered on Checo. No, on Checo's uh, front. Bottas is obviously next. Um, Lackluster. Moving on it to is. Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, no, that was fit. that was basically the most accurate review of Bottas's year we could give. Yeah, I just don't have anything 
anything particularly but he's finished third in the standings uh, in a car that he's been in for how, Christ knows how many years now and or because he would have gone in there 2017 that's enough years yeah, especially to beat a bloke who's only coming into coming into a top level car for the first time since what two thousand and nine, when he went with McLaren two thousand and nine. Uh, no, no, no. Oh God, you are. No, I um, mean he. No, it wasn't two thousand and nine. Um, this will do. It was two thousand and thirteen. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm well off. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah. That's what. Never mind me. Young. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind um, me. Yeah, it's just been, especially the second half of the season, when you know your championship or your teammate who's fighting for the world championship and is well over a hundred points ahead of you needs you to be there or needs you to do something, and, and you go and do, do the. The bang opposite of that. Yeah, for example, Abu Dhabi. He was like six. Uh, for example, Russia, where believe it or not, whether Mercedes purposely put Bottas at the back of the grid, we'll <laughs> we'll never know. But he had one job. Yeah, please hold uh, Max up, and Max just Me- went by Mexico. The old nice yeah. blocking dickhead. Uh, yeah. What it... else? Uh, Paul Ricard, we've already mentioned. There's there's a reason he doesn't have a milk drive next year. Yeah. There's wasn't a very good teammate. No. No, I found him just to be disappointing. Um, yeah, I think this is probably one of his worst years. Since since joining Mercedes as that promise of something younger and, and new and potentially another Finnish world champion in the future. It, yeah, yeah, it's just, definitely not gonna happen. No. Um off to Sabre with you, guess what? You're gonna get one or two years to really prove yourself in that team. And he's gotta go there and dominate um Joe. Guan Yu Joe. Yeah, yeah, he he's got like to absolutely fuck that Chinese lad up, or if not, he's not going to have a drive going forwards, and Piastri will be in the car. Yep, I I think he has one year. Yeah, yeah. I'm with if you he there, doesn't bend Guan Yuzhou over and just absolutely have his way with him, I think his time will be very limited. Yeah, uh, I think he's got a two-year deal. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, because it was one thing he was like really, really like, oh my god, yay! I finally, I finally got a multi-year deal. All the stress of all this Mercedes not having a multi-year deal. <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, he's 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 at least got a couple years, but if Guan Yu Zhou doesn't get absolutely trashed by him. Yeah, the end of those two years, is he's gone. That's it. Out of F1. Piastri time. Yeah, unless Williams really want him back for some strange reason. Uh, 
don't see so it personally. Be than, it'd be better than Albon. <laughs> oh God, Albon's gonna be back next year. Okay, yeah. Um, sad puppy. Uh, yeah. So, moving on to yeah, the, the guy who deservedly lost the championship. I don't think that statement really goes as well as you think it did, but yep. No, definitely. Deserve um, to lose. Did not deserve to lose. Definitely deserve to lose. No, d- didn't deserve to lose. But things I will anyway. like. Lewis, start of the season, had a scruffy year. Or scruffy start to the year, um, which yeah. got better. Um, to the point where someone turned around to him and went, you need to win four races. And if it wasn't for that dodgy call at the end, would have done exactly what he needed to do. But either way, don't talk about that. I will give Lewis his credit, though. He was technically five um, five cars this year. Five cars? Yep. Two Red Bulls. Two, two Alpha Tauris and Fernando Alonso. <laughs> yep, it okay. was. I'll give, it you, was I'll, I'll give you that. It was one versus five, and he still got that championship. And like to the point where ev- everyone that had any form of energy drink affiliation to Red Bull was of the plan. Operation Hold Lewis up at Turkey. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's he's done a great job to like some some punting helped. Let's be honest, some punting helped. I hope you're going to levy the exact same comment at the number one spot. Then, sure. Okay, good. I just want I just want it all to be fair. So, some punting and some help from the Italians. Help from the Italians. Yeah, Pirelli Italians. Uh, okay. Um... Baku. Come on. Keep up. No, because that didn't gain him anything. Yeah, but he also didn't lose anything like he was going to had the tyre not exploded. We've been through this. Yes, but then you say Max had help from the FIA. And you have been. You and all your mates have been since it ended. No, no, no. No, I backtracked on that and thought about what I was saying. It's the first time for everything, I suppose. No, I've actually, I think I've got to the end of the season fairly fairly. I think I've done quite well. <laughs> for for, for I, a diehard I Hamilton right up fan, until Abu, I did right up until Abu Dhabi and then I decided that being being fair was clearly not what Hamilton fans wanted. Hey, look, I can revert to my hamfosiness. I could do it. I could take my non-biased hat off. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so yeah. Lewis Hamilton maybe gone next year. Let's hope so. Uh, I don't think so. That's the rumour. If he wins number eight, yes. If he doesn't get on with the cars, no. No, apparently he's retired. He's not even going to take part next year. Oh, he will. He's just doing it to 
um, make the yeah, FIA it's basically twitchy. basically like losing losing a game in primary school as a child and then taking your ball and going home. That's what yes. it is. I've, I've, it's it's a lot of posturing. Um, it's it's part blackmail, all childish behaviour. Yeah, it's it's just to get the FIA riled up a bit. And I think it might be kind of working as well. I've, 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 honestly, I think um, Michael Massey um, leaves F1 before the new season starts. God, I hope he doesn't. I, I genuinely think that that will happen. Um, Michael Massey I, I want to. I want to see the Facebook comments if Massey stays on for another year. I think he quits. <laughs> I genuinely think we get to the getting closer to the start of the season and Michael Massey quits all of his own accord. No, no one told him to. He did it all by himself. It was his choice. <laughs> yeah. And that, uh, that poor bloke, Michael Massini has been receiving all of Michael Massey's hate, uh, hate messages because, you know, Hamilton fans don't know how to spell. In you? Well, I can't. I can't comment on that because I can't actually. Sp- <laughs> Forgot about that momentarily. You bastard! You're taking the piss out of dyslexics. <laughs> if we could spell your last name, we'd be coming for you next. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we got the number one on this list. Yeah, sure. I'll let you take it. I will not say a word. No, this is the point. You're you're here. You get to say words. Okay. Max Verstappen led more laps than anybody else, was cost at two opportunities. And yes, he got some luck. I'm more than happy to admit he got some luck from the FIA. But he still had to make that overtake in one lap on a track that's renowned for the difficulty in overtaking, despite the changes didn't actually yield as much overtaking as we thought. He still had to get the job done. So Max 1000% deserved to win that championship. And I will Uh, fight anyone who says different. I think Max was a deserving world champion. Absolutely. Nor have I ever argued that. Um, What I will say to you... He had to make that overtake happen. Yes. He successfully made an overtake on someone with 40 um, lap old hard tires. That with was no not, DRS on a track that isn't That isn't was not a difficult overtake. It wasn't as easy as people are, think, as people are saying. It was... I don't think Max is putting that down in his, this was my best overtake. <laughs> I think he is because of the result, but I don't think it's I don't think he's putting overtake. it yeah, uh, anyway, yeah, he's Max is a deserving champion, he's driven incredibly well he's taken his maiden championship I, I don't foresee this being his, his last No, I wouldn't think so unless um, Red Bull shit the bed on the new regulations I don't think Red Bull are going to shit the bed on the new regulations, but I get the feeling they might have thrown the kitchen sink 
and they are going to suffer next year. But that's, but you'd hope that even if they do suffer this year, they have the resources and Adrian Newey to come back in 2023 with a championship contending car. Yeah, and well, the other thing that's going to be a big question mark for them is obviously they are now taking over development of that engine. Yeah, so what what is going on with that? It's not a Renault engine, or they no no not Honda 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 Honda. Honda. Uh, So so Honda providing the platform and they're developing it. Yeah, so basically they brought the um, say intellectual property for that engine. I'm sure there's probably a proper term for it, but in essence, they've they now own that engine. Um, Right. So I believe they've also nicked a lot of the key members of staff from Honda. Um, right. But obviously, you're only getting key members of staff that obviously want to be that, like they built the engine. They want to be very much involved in that engine still. Yeah. Um, but they've got to build a team around themselves now. Yeah. So I think. I think even if Red Bull have thrown the kitchen sink at this car and maybe next year isn't going to be great for them aerodynamically, they've still got Adrian Newey. Yeah, they'll find would, a way. Yeah, I think that engine for me is what is what might be their downfall in the future and something... I'm sure they've not gone into it without thinking about the risks. Um, they're an incredibly smart bunch of people. Um so, oh, we're like doing a preseason now. We we how are we no. this bad at this? We're very bad at this. Yeah. Uh, so so Dre Max did well. It's not a massive Max fan. I'm not a massive fan of the way he drives. Nor am I. I'll be honest. Nor am I. There's a lot of desperation tactics that he used throughout the year. But I will say it is exciting and nice to have something fresh and new in in the sport and someone who is, say, pushing the boundaries of the sport as well. Yeah, and finally, like, challenging Lewis. Someone's finally challenging Lewis. And he did a tiny bit in 19 and 20 where, like, Martin Brundle every every couple of races and say thank god for Max Verstappen but finally someone properly challenged Lewis. Yeah, it's it's good for the sport in the long run. Like yes, do I enjoy watching my guy do well and win? Yeah, obviously, but I also know that someone eventually has to come and beat that person. Alonso did it to Schumacher. And apparently Alonso's all right. Which one, senior or junior? Oh, God knows. I think they're both assholes. Senior definitely had bigger eyebrows. I don't know. Junior's a spitting image of his dad. (laughs) Anyway, we are the longest podcast we've ever done so far, which makes up for last week where people were complaining, but it wasn't an hour. Were they really? Uh, Yeah, I I think Axie might have commented on it. 
So suck it. This one's the longest ever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that, that pretty much covers our judging people doing a job that we are incapable of doing ourselves. Or are we? Well, I think so. You never know. We might have been very good if we were actually given millions of pounds to try. Yeah. To be to be fair. To be fair. Um usually I'll watch a race and I'll go, fuck, I'd like to have a go at that. But uh Saudi Arabia and uh Saudi Arabia and watching Bathurst um were the were the only times where I'm thinking I really I'm not sure that I want to have a go at that. <laughs> nope. No, nope, scary. I d- yeah. Anyway. I'm, I'm, yeah. Anyway, are we are we there? Have we done? We've done Aussie Christmas. I think, I think we're there. I think this is this has gone on for long enough. At well, currently, and <laughs> fuck it out, it's an hour and forty minus the fifteen. Oh, uh, so yeah, currently we're on about an hour and twenty five minutes. It's going well. Yay. Anyway. <laughs> And here, secure the uh, not very loud music in three, 